Okay. Oh, hi, Jenny Beth. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm oh, so good. So good to see you today. <laughs> you too. It's oh, good hey. to... Wait, there's other people here. Hi, guys. Yeah, thanks for, even though we can't see you, we're very glad you're here today. We feel your energy. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> it's great energy. Thanks for being here. Um, <laughs> I feel like my voice got really Kermit the Frog there. I, I, I didn't hear it. I had like some phlegm in my throat. I'm sorry that you had to hear about my phlegm, everyone. <laughs> um, but I'm fine. If you were worried, it'll be okay. Um, <laughs> Jenny Beth is doing one of those faces at me when I say weird stuff and she says, well, why? <laughs> So, like, literally every time, right before we start recording the podcast, Candace is completely normal, and then the minute, the minute that she hits the record button, it's like a blank slate in her brain. <laughs> and then she says stuff like phlegm and Kermit the Frog, and I'm like, what are we doing? Be the person you were literally 30 seconds ago. I don't, I don't know how. I don't know her. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I'll, I'll find her along the way. Just yeah. uh, keep talking she'll, to me. She'll relax into it. One, two, one, two, three, four. We're all just doing our best. Do, 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 doing our best. Do, 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 doing our best here. We're all just doing our best. Do, 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 doing our best. Do, 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 doing our best here. But today, so we're in our love-themed episodes today. This is our last one in the theme. And we've talked about uh, our own personal uh, dealings with love. And we've talked to other people uh, from all different generations about their experiences with love and partnership. And today, we're talking about the one true partnership, the one that you have with yourself. That's yep. right. The one you can never get away from. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I run and I run and I run and I'm always there. <laughs> that sounds like the beginning of a like horror film. <laughs> we, we both just got done watching Haunting of Bly Manor, so we're in a spooky mood today. But, and by uh, done, she means I have two episodes left, so she says anything, spoiler-like, we will all riot. I'm not. It's okay. not what we're about today. We're not yeah, talking we... about Bly Manor. Okay. We're talking about self-love. Loving yourself. I tried to think of a rhyme and I couldn't. <laughs> I love a good rhyme, but you know. She, she does and I hate it. And that's pretty much the explanation of our friendship. Yep. Rhymes are great. <laughs> I hate rhymes. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, I'm going to start. Okay. We have prepared um, a list of only two questions a piece um, to ask one another, and neither of us know what those questions are. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and so we were debating on who was going to go first and what order and yada, 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 because I, I have a big one that I want to ask her. Oh, and she asked for a heads up, and I said, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, her, her actual response was, I don't. <laughs> yeah, she said, do you want to let me know so that we don't come up with the same questions? And I said, I thought about that, but I don't. 
<laughs> I was like, uh, okay. So if we end up having the same questions to ask one another, oh, well, there you go. We're best friends and we have the same brain. Uh, that's fine. They won't be the same questions because I just, I just BS to like two questions in the last five minutes when Candace told me we were going to ask each other questions. So let's, <laughs> let's do this. Okay. All right. Diddy Beth. Yes. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> no, but let's do it. <laughs> okay. I want you to try your best to not feel rushed to come out with an answer. You know, take a minute and let this question absorb into your brain wrinkles and then answer it as honestly and as thoughtfully and as calmly. Oh, geez. Okay. Because I know you're going to have a reaction, but that's fine. Okay. Jenny Beth. Elizabeth Virginia Gad. You got my name backwards, you know. <laughs> My name's not Beth Jenny, you giant weirdo. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Her brain stops working when we record the podcast. And I'm like dealing with a marionette person that I have to try and drag through each episode. Like, get it together. I'm crying. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. I know your name. <laughs> You've known me for 12 years. Have you thought that my name was Elizabeth Virginia this whole time? No. It was coming out of my mouth. I was like, this is weird. I don't know if something's wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, we got to get back on track. We got to get it back on. I might have to edit out this. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have to edit. <laughs> oh, no. I'm laughing and coughing. Okay. Oh. It's that flam. Okay. <laughs> Just get the words out. Just get the words out. Okay. okay. Don't try to say my name again. Just I was, get the words every time out. I try to say it again, I laugh. Okay. Oh. Jenny Beth. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 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 stop. Okay. I'm talking Take to myself, breath. not you. Take a deep breath. <laughs> okay. Okay, for reals, because I want you to take this seriously, so I have to chill out. Okay. Okay. All right. have to be quiet and yeah. you start laughing for no real reason. I know it's really psyching me out about what the question is. Oh, okay. I, I'm so sorry. Okay. Don't say my name. Just say the question. Hey, you. Yes. <laughs> do, <clears throat> do you love yourself? Huh. That's, uh, that is a lengthy question. I, I'll say this. I'm on track to love myself at some point um uh i ha probably have never loved myself up until i started uh counseling like started therapy i started it back in uh march early march because i was doing this really 
intense play that was really hard on my mental health and I was dealing with a with my second really sick grandparent in under a year and also trying to find a job and I was not in a good mental health place and um and one of the first things that we started dealing with in my counseling was uh my self-esteem and my outlook on my own personal self because I deeply wanted to work on being kinder to myself because I haven't been I've usually like people have said to me before I've never met anybody who has as high of expectations or is as hard on themselves as you are and Candace is nodding because <laughs> she probably agrees with that yeah that tracks um, so yeah, I, like, my therapist, Dr. Tina, who is a saint, and I love her, she's not listening to this, I'm sure, but if you are, hi, Dr. Tina, I love you, um, she made me start doing positive affirmations every day, which sounds really silly, like, when I first started doing them, I hated it, because I was literally just looking in the mirror at this old gal that I don't like very much <laughs> or didn't like very much at the time and uh, was having to say things to her like, you are kind, you are loved, you are hardworking, you are thoughtful. And so, yeah, it's, it's a journey and I'm a lot better at it now. Uh, about like seven months in, I am much better at it now. Like the moment that I realized that maybe I was starting to love myself or be kinder to myself was we have this guy friend that we both know and we love dearly, but like he hasn't found a wife yet. And we think he's uh, just a wonderful human being. Um, and I've always said, God's definitely like, I don't believe <laughs> that God is ever going to send anybody for me, but I do fully believe that God is going to send somebody for that human being. And then after I said it this last time, I was like, why do you say that? Like, why are you saying that about yourself? That like, you <clears throat> fully believe that this other person is gonna, God's gonna send them something, but not you. So like, that was the first point where I realized maybe I'm letting up on myself <laughs> like I am not I don't hate myself or am as hard on myself as I used to be so yeah all I can say about that is it's a journey I'm working on it I uh was bullied a lot as a kid and have been really critical of myself most of my life because I've always just thought I was gross and undeserving of love <laughs> and and I'm, you know, like I come from a background where therapy is kind of looked down on, where people are just like, oh, she's crazy. She's in therapy. Um, but, but I'm thankful for it immensely. I do think it's something that God put in my life because I just, it was harder for me to even feel God's love for myself. Like it was hard to feel that spiritual truth before I started uh, counseling because I, I just thought, I'm so awful. Like, I hate myself so much. How could God love me, you know? And so now, I know, it's silly, but... It's, it's not silly. I think it's something that a lot of people probably battle with, and it's it's not silly. It's just sad. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, 
but but yeah working on that working on those positive affirmations it's allowed me to like really feel how loved I am for the first time and I'm working on it and it's a journey and a process but it is a very like intentional journey like you have to be very intentional about it to rewrite the way that your brain has worked for many many years mm-hmm. um so yeah that that would be my answer to that question which kind of leads into one of the questions that i had for you unless you want to answer that question yourself um well i want to hear your questions but i would say uh if i'm going to give just an abbreviated answer to that question if i love myself uh yes i do that's good yeah i'm glad because (laughs) there are definitely days and moments that i hate myself but they're fleeting compared to the overall feeling I have of me (laughs) I'm glad to hear that I'm glad you love yourself thank you because I love you and I'm glad you love you too it's only because you love me that I love myself oh that's good (laughs) I'm glad to know I was so integral (laughs) I don't want to make you not answer longer if you want to answer longer no I mean Uh, Okay, if I'm going to answer longer, I think I have had things happen in my life that um, I've been very reflective on questions like that, and um, I've always been very thoughtful, especially when it comes to mental health and uh, self-evaluation and things like that. Before, I guess it was, uh, I don't want to say trendy, but just before it was more openly talked about, I guess yeah. I would say. Um, I I don't know. I've always been very doubtful of myself. And um, oftentimes when I was younger, especially, uh, turned that into a very confident exterior. Um, but... But I don't know. I think that I've just been fortunate in life to to know. And I said that it sounded jokingly, but it's really not fully a joke is that, you know, because you love me, I can love myself. I think that I look for kind of the formula <laughs> sometimes of of love. And if I have enough people giving me positive, you know, feedback that I trust and value their opinion, then I'm not going to call them liars. So the fact that I have a best friend that I think so highly of and, and you love me, it makes a huge difference. And the fact that I have Andrew, my husband, and he loves me. And the fact that, you know, back when we were performing more, I could literally get a, an audience to laugh or feel something. And I think that's where um, being a performer and the psychology behind that really comes into play for me, I think that was a huge catalyst for self-love. And uh, I went through a very hard time coming out of that period of my life and transitioning into film because um, I didn't realize how much that instant gratification had really defined me and how I saw myself. Um, And you don't get that with film. And so I would literally live for like the scraps of a compliment on set or, um, I don't know, just, just any kind of 
feedback and it's hard to wait for things to come out and have a review of your performance if for one they never come out which often was the case or they come out and people are just like oh, yeah great job super excited for you but you know I had to wait six months to hear that one little thing yeah and, um, so I went through a really hard time of uh, figuring out how to um, just be with me and not get instant feedback from another person to be like, no, yeah, you're good. And I say all that even, I literally did this the other day uh, at work. I have a guy that I work with that I think is super fun and funny. And um, usually while I love and respect all people, if I can find somebody that I think is fun and funny and kind and all the things I would like to be, and they give me a positive you know, comment. Uh, I really kind of put that higher on my list of like, yeah, then you are. And uh, he walked by the door. I was working in a room and he said, hey. And I said, hey. And he said, you just make me so happy every time I see you. And I said, thank you. And uh, I said, I don't know why you're so nice to me. And he said, well, you're just always so kind and you're always so hardworking and um, you just make me happy. And um I was like, everybody's so nice to me. I don't know why. And he said, because you're great. And then he just left. And I've literally not stopped thinking about that for a long time, <laughs> for like at least a week. And yeah. I mean, I wish that I could say without people saying kind things like that to me, I would be able to confidently be like, yeah, I, I do love myself. But I think that I've been very fortunate to to have people around me that are kind with positive feedback and sometimes I don't always trust myself to believe that I'm doing great and I'm okay and blah 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 but I have been fortunate to surround myself with people who remind me of that yeah so probably because of the people in my life I can say that I love myself yeah so okay. that's that's my long answer <laughs> yes yeah. that's interesting I felt very similarly because we, I mean, we both, as you all know, after listening, come from theater backgrounds and have done theater together sort of growing up. And I felt very much the same way. Like if I had a crowd of people that I could, you know, dazzle with my acting abilities <laughs> and who would clap for me when I got done, you know, you feel pretty good about yourself after that. Mm -hmm. And then when I got done with college, because I went to theater school and I did that for a while. <laughs> and then after I got done, I was like, I just want a break from that. I don't want to do that anymore because I got tired of the people, in all honesty. <laughs> um, theater people can be uh, it can be a, a lot. lot. Yeah. Fine. And so I just wanted a desk job. <clears throat> and so I went through like, I don't Let's see. I went through a period of like four-ish years where I was uh, doing desk jobs and then wound up like at a school and I wasn't around people to give me that that boost. Like I wasn't around anybody to like clap for my accomplishments or anybody like that guy that was going to be like, hey, you're doing great. Or if they did, it was kind of like, it felt a little bit like people placating me so I would just get on with it and keep working you know like yeah you're doing good keep at it and I was like oh, okay great awesome yeah you know? and so like 
over time, in especially in that period, it just got harder and harder to like see any good things about myself. Um, because like you said, you know, with that guy, that's lovely, by the way. If you yeah. ever see good things in the people around you, tell them because it really helps. Like it really it's shows a big up. Deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. Um, so this leads to my question, actually, because you said that the people in your life are such a big part of you loving yourself. But like when you hit those periods where you don't experience that as much, are you actively participating in uh, self-love towards yourself? Because as I've learned in my mental health struggles, that you have to actively participate in loving yourself. Like you have to tell yourself in the mirror nice things about yourself, you know, to rewrite that part of your brain that wants to tell you the negative things about yourself. So that's my question. Like, do you take the time to do those things? Which maybe you've already answered it and said, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I would say yes and no um, as my answer to that, because I am such a proponent for um, taking care of your mental health. And I mm -hmm. will encourage everyone I know to go and do that and, and go to counseling and um, do what you need to do. And I've never done it for myself. <laughs> and um, the closest I ever came was uh, before Andrew and I got married, our church offered marriage counseling. And if you did it, you got a discount on your license. So, you know, but also I was craving a taste of what is counseling. And, um, Andrew and I were, were good, but also I was so excited to do it. And, um, I think that we both got some great tools, um, from that counseling, but, <laughs> uh, selfishly and unknowingly, I did end up hijacking every session and by the end of every session, I was crying and talking about myself. Um, and I think that it was because a lot of any issues that Andrew and I had, you know, not that he doesn't have things he can work on as well, but um, it was just uh, more easily apparent that I had things that I needed to work with or work through about my confidence or about... Um, my childhood and things that I had seen and experienced. And, um, I wasn't necessarily anticipating that, but, uh, when I just said it out loud, um, things I didn't even realize I needed to say, uh, it was tough. <laughs> um, and I feel like if I had continued on that journey, uh, just going to a personal counselor, it probably would, have me in a better place today, but I did not because I have through the years gone back and forth between I'm fine. I can get through this, like nothing so bad. I can just throw myself into focusing on blah, 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 or focusing on my friends or whatever. Um, and then it'll always kind of creep back up to the top and I will get on Google and search therapists near me and then I'll try to figure out what my insurance is going to cover. And that's when I always get discouraged and yeah. or nervous because I just have never been financially in a spot where I felt like it was such a problem that it was worth putting any financial strain, you know, and 
I hate that, that I do that to myself because if it were anybody else, I would be like, no, it is worth it. You need to yeah. just figure it out. You can, you can like blah, blah, blah. So I've never done that for myself. And um, I go through waves of really feeling the lack of it and, and wanting it and probably needing it. And then other times where I'm more busy and I'm able to just kind of push the negative thoughts and push the anxiety and push um, everything down because that's super healthy. Um, (laughs) But I think that something that has been a big struggle for me uh, as far as self-love or whatever you want to call it is uh, I didn't realize it until it was slipping away from me, but I unfortunately put a lot of stock in my physical appearance and that has changed uh, a lot through the years and it's fine. Like I literally go back and forth on this one so hard. Like it's like whiplash hard um, between being like, you are the grossest, like get yourself under control, very mean things that I say to myself. And then being like, you know what? Lizzo is telling me that I'm good and I'm beautiful and she's right. And, you know, so I'm whatever. I don't know. I'm back and forth on that one really bad. Um, And there's a lot of things with food and taking care of my physical body that uh, I don't know. I got some stuff to work through and I've uh, got a friend on Facebook that has had – an eating disorder and she's been posting about it very, very openly, uh, lately cause she's started therapy and, um, everything she posts is like a punch to the gut. <laughs> and I'm like, shoot, <laughs> that's probably something I should deal with. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of work to be done on my end for taking care of my mental health and like actually starting the process. Because I think that, mental health or therapy, if you can get yourself into it, um, it's like any kind of exercise regimen, you know, like you said, you have to work really hard to undo the things that you have been programmed to do your entire life. And, um, so whenever the day comes that I finally do like bite the bullet and, uh, start that process, it'll be, it'll be a working, you know, relationship, me and my therapist, me and the tasks that I am assigned. And I'm semi excited for that day to come. And then also it's like when you're deciding to start a diet, you're just like, ugh, but it's going to be hard <laughs> and it's not going to yeah. be fun. And uh, so you just put it off, which is the definition of me in uh, almost every way in this particular topic. I mean, if I can speak to things you've just said, sure. you are beautiful Thank for starters you. like our podcast pictures candace is just like a knockout and it's mm. very frustrating to be her best friend because <sighs> it doesn't matter like what weight you're at you're still just like so much prettier than i'll ever be Shut <laughs> up. i am not <laughs> yes you are no. and like being a an actor and a model, she knows how to stand in pictures, and I don't. So I'm just sort of like schlumped over, like <laughs> Anne Hathaway in the first Princess Diaries movie. 
No, I mean, you're gorgeous. I literally know a few tricks about angles and I try to utilize them, but there are plenty of uh, pictures that show the photographic evidence of me not utilizing those and it's rough. Well, she's beautiful and uh, I think that, I think, I think we shouldn't give each other advice on this podcast because we're all just doing our best here and we both are, you know, we're all, whoever you are, wherever you are, life is hard, whatever you're going through. And we've, none of us walk the exact same journey. So telling somebody what they should do with their life is almost silly because you don't know what that person needs to do. That's between them and God and their therapist. Um, but like, Given where you are in your life right now, I think it would be an excellent time to start counseling because it's never like what I did when I started counseling was just, I hit a point where like, I can't go any further. Like if I keep holding all this on my shoulders, if I keep trying to like shoulder this burden of my like poor self-esteem of not sorting through all the things I've been through, I just will fall apart. And ideally, you don't have to wait till you get there. Like, you can say, it's not, to me, like, I've never been someone who diets. (laughs) Like, I'll try it for a week, and then I'll be like, meh, it's fine. Um, I tend to have more of a, like, you're disgusting, you don't deserve food. (laughs) And so I don't eat enough, but I... I'm better about that. Well, I don't know. We're struggling. It's fine. We're struggling. I mean, honestly, you're <laughs> inspiring me to remember the really, like, if you want to get into the demons of things you say to yourself, like with food particularly, I mean, I have had, this is bad, but here we go. Um, so let's see about trying to remember what I weigh right now and then do some math. Uh, let's say 40 pounds ago, 40 pounds ago, I thought I was disgustingly overweight and I was really insecure and not happy with my body. And so I was driving one day contemplating probably if I was going to stop and get fast food or not, and then doing negative self-talk about that. And, um, and mind you, I was in college and probably actually hungry, um, Probably. Who cares? Like, but you know, I was just like, you're gross. You don't even need that. And then I had the thought to myself, you should just get cancer so you can lose all this weight. And then I literally thought right after that, I was like, that's not okay to think. And a week later I had cancer. And, um, I well, think, I think, yeah, I mean, let's just get down and dirty with it. Why won't, why don't we? Um, yeah, I think you can say really terrible things to yourself. And, um, and sometimes not saying that I a hundred percent buy into this or that I don't, um, there are just certain things you don't want to manifest. <laughs> and, um, there are certain things that are just too cruel to say, even in yeah. your, in your own mind. And, um, so this is where I hit my like ping pong ball journey of being able to look back on my life and see myself be very cruel. And then the immediate consequences of that and being like, there was no good reason to, to say that to myself. 
and I was fine. I looked great. I wish I looked like that now. And um, then I have this ability to like, I don't know, zoom out on my life and look at where I'm at from the perspective of like a 65 year old me and be like, I'm going to think, wow, I was so hot and blah, 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 blah. And then I give myself permission to just not worry about it. And then I continue with unhealthy habits that are not actually serving me. They're just gratifying in the moment. But I can talk myself into believing that they're fine or that I shouldn't worry about the health repercussions because I'm supposed to love myself. I'm supposed to be kind to myself. I'm supposed I'm I'm worthy of having things that I enjoy. Right. Um, and then I flip back to the other side of it. And it's a yeah. very unhealthy back and forth. Um, but <laughs> I was debating telling you about this because it's really uh you're it's weird. But also I did it and we're talking about mental health and self-love and blah, blah, blah. And this was one of the weirder things that I've done in the name of self-love. So here we go. Um, I was in a period of being unhappy with my body. And I think it was TikTok that I was on. And I follow a lot of artists on TikTok. And um, so... (laughs) Uh, it was like this challenge uh, for body positivity to draw yourself naked, and I did it. And I—that's weird. Did you post it somewhere? No, I didn't okay. post it anywhere. <laughs> I was it's, like, please don't tell me you put that hidden. on TikToks. It's hidden in a very good hiding place. But I did it, and um, you know, I spent—I don't know how long on. It was just a sketch with a pencil. Yeah. Uh, in a sketchbook. And um, I finished and I worked for a really long time on my face. And uh, I was like, this is pretty good. Um, no one will ever see it. I, I can show you if you want to see it, <laughs> but you don't. You That's know. okay. It's I, I don't. <laughs> okay. 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 I love uh, you, but I don't. I don't want to see your. It's too lifelike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that good of an artist, but, um, no, the, the long and short of it is that I finished and I had to look at it and I thought that's kind of cute. Well, good. Yeah. And so, I mean, if that's an exercise and you're dealing with a similar struggle, you know, try it and then see if you really just still feel all that hatred after you put the love and the time into, uh, you know, replicating it. Yeah. Or see if you have maybe a different idea of yourself after after that. I don't know. It was kind of a weird thing, but oddly helpful. I don't okay. know. On the day. Yeah. <laughs> I I've never uh sketched my naked bod or anything, but I did <laughs> Candace bought me this journal that's like, oh, I can't remember the name of it. It's called Start Where You Are, is that yeah. right? Yeah. And it's by Mira Lee Patel, who also wrote uh, My Friend Fear, which is a really good book that everybody should read. Mm-hmm. And I gave it back to Candace on her birthday, and I bet she hasn't read it yet. Nope. Yep, she has not. Um, it's really. Again, I'm very good at 
encouraging my friends to take care of themselves and then right. avoiding any self-reflection at all costs. It's not like as someone who also was terrified of it, it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. It to me it's not like dieting. It's literally like well, you just you have to hit a point where you're tired of how you treat yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's the point where I had gotten to. And I said, "Okay, if I'm going to work at like getting myself to a good point, I'm going to have to just put the time and the effort in. And there are a lot of days I don't want to do it. I'm still not great at journaling like I want to, but I've just recently gotten to the point where I don't hate journaling as much as I used to, because I used to feel so much pressure of like, what am I supposed to talk about? How am I, what, like, what am I supposed to do? What's the point of me writing about my feelings? Like who, who is helped about this? Not, not me. I'm not helped. Um, but in that journal that you gave me, there was one day that it asked you to draw a portrait of yourself and use all sorts of, uh, like patterns and colors that represent who you are as a person. And I did it and I like really broke out by like my pastels and my, (laughs) my drawing pencils and just like put the love and the effort and the time into it like you were talking about. And I worked on it while I was doing a therapy session as well because I do it over the internet. <laughs> over over the internet. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> uh-uh, shut up. Um, I do it on an app on my phone called BetterHelp. And it's great because it has all your like worksheets and your journal and your sessions all in one app on your phone. And you should do it. Um, But yeah, so while I was doing a session, uh, I just like literally just, it's not a good drawing because I'm not a good drawer. (laughs) Um, But I literally just said, okay, put like any self-judgment aside and just create like a pretty picture of all the things that you love that represent colors and patterns of who you are. And it was really nice. Like I was really kind of happy with it when I was done. It was just my head and like me surrounded by like green and blue plaids and sunflowers and like a violet lilac sort of sky above me because that's my favorite sunset color and uh it made me feel good yeah I mean it's the same general idea I think and I and I find it interesting obviously you were only supposed to do your head but like that's what I ended up spending the most time on with myself is my face yeah and I don't know a hundred percent what the deeper psychology of that is but i think something's there for it um, uh, maybe about like everything <laughs> everything from the neck down is just gross <laughs> I, I think I that's the opposite of my exercise but i do think yeah. that this means you put value you don't i don't know i don't identify myself as neck down yeah. at least i try not to you should not try to identify yourself by those things but sometimes you do and that's when it becomes uh I almost said hairy but that's when it gets hairy that's when it gets that's when it gets that was a poor choice I know I know I didn't even have to say it I just told you that I almost did um but no that's when it gets you know just messy and um and you can get really confused about what defines you and um where your worth lies. And obviously my worth is not in things that are from the neck down, although those should be healthy things. And I think that's probably 
the healthy way to look at it. But I, yeah. like I said, go extreme to extreme. Yeah. Um, but the, oh, well, you're sorry. Well, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> do you want to keep going? Sorry. Well, I was going to, uh, lead into my last question for That's you good. because, um, I think the, the things we're talking about, um, kind of go with it. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is a multifaceted question. Yeah. Um, so I've got part one and part two kind of, um, but what things about you make you feel confident? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I know that when I was acting, mm -hmm. like when I'm on stage and I put the work and the time in to playing a part, like that's when I have felt the most confident in my life is mm -hmm on stage playing a different person than myself, <laughs> which is probably not healthy. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think, I guess if I'm having a good hair day, maybe my hair is one of the uh, only, my straight teeth and my hair are the only things I like about my physical appearance. Um, yeah, it's really hard. I, I feel a little bit like, Maybe when I was younger, I was a little bit more confident. Not oh. really. I was oh. struggling a lot with a lot of mental stuff, but I was also like a really opinionated, uh, like rebel Gilmore girl type gal when I was <laughs> in high school. And so I would literally just like fight the man at every turn. And so yeah. I let's define rebel for everybody for a yeah. second. If you hear rebel in hell, in, in, in hell school, no, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Uh, well, same thing for me, pretty much. <laughs> um, no, she was I was not partying and no, and, yeah, no. I was, uh, I went to a Christian high school where a lot of kids who had gotten kicked out of other schools got put there by their parents to be like reformed. Mm -hmm. So, everybody was partying and like having sex and doing drugs and I rock and roll baby rock and roll um <laughs> yeah and I was not doing those things because my mother would have killed me um but I was fighting the man in terms of like you know, this is wrong, this is right, I'm gonna wear fishnet tights to school with platform sneakers, and you're just gonna deal with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so that was more my thing. Like, I would write blog posts about how my great aunt bought, uh, like, gave me a set of china to go in my, uh, oh, what are those things? Hope chest. And like, oh. that yeah, I had never heard of one of those. I was raised by, like, a really independent working mom who wants me to be uh, the hope chest kind of gal, but that's not who she was. And my I dad... Know, I don't know what any of this means. So a hope chest, I found out when I was 16 years old, when my great aunt gave me a set of her china to put in there, mm -hmm. is a like a fancy chest that a young woman starts at whatever age where she starts putting in things that she wants to use when she gets married. Ooh. Yeah. And like, so she puts all of her hopes and dreams for her future husband and marriage and life into this hmm. home chest. 
okay. and then breaks it all out. And so I was livid when I found out about it. And I was like 16 and just like in my uh, English class, we would write journals uh -huh. each, each day before we started. And so one of them happened to be about like uh, men's roles versus women's roles. And we had like, she would ask, our English teacher would ask if anybody wanted to talk about their journal. And I was like, I will. <laughs> <laughs> and all the guys in the class were like, oh, we saw this coming. Oh no, so I like it. This is why I didn't date in high school. Because I was like, you're the worst. You men don't have any morals. Um, but yeah, so I, cut to me 20 minutes later being like, and that is why we must destroy the patriarchy. Um, <laughs> so I do, I do miss my opinionated high school self a little bit. So yeah, I was basically like Midge Maisel in high school. And that's <laughs> like, why I love you. Yeah, and I I miss her. I oh. miss being that. Uh, but I'm thankful for who I am now, you and know. I think she's still there. I think that both of us probably have um, a very, uh, I don't know, rose-colored glasses. And, and not that we shouldn't, not that the people we were are not wonderful people. And there are aspects to them that it would be great to have back. I think both of us agree that when we were younger, we were more confident. Yeah. And that's just true. I think of a lot of people because yeah. you have a lot less fear because yeah. you know a lot less about the real world. True. <laughs> when you're young and uh, you're just like, yeah, I'm here to get everything done and accomplish all of my dreams and it's going to happen because I yeah. don't know any better. And um it would be cool to, to live like that, but then I don't know. I don't know how realistic that is when you're an actual a whole adult and dealing with all of the crap that goes with that. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, definitely I don't want to be my high school self because she wore a, a lot of light blue eyeshadow, and that's uh, <laughs> unacceptable with my skin tone, let me tell you. That is unacceptable. I also used to, do you remember my iron-on Star Wars decal story? Mm. Right, right before the, uh, the third prequel mm -hmm. one came out, it came out my freshman year of high school. Mm -hmm. I went, I went to the midnight premiere with some friends and I got this, uh, I printed out this iron-on decal. <laughs> I do remember this story. Yeah. Keep going, keep going. So this is who I was in high school. I printed out this iron-on Star Wars decal, and then uh, I bought this just like five or six dollar t-shirt at Kmart, and uh, I ironed it on, but then I ironed it on backwards. So it said Rats Raw instead of Star Wars, and I wore the heck out of that thing all through Rats Raw high school. I wore the heck out of that, and so I don't miss her. <laughs> I don't, I don't miss that. I think I'm significantly, uh, as much as maybe I don't always like myself, I think I'm significantly better looking and my taste in clothes is better. <laughs> um, you do have an excellent wardrobe. Thank you. Uh, but, but I do miss her, um, <laughs> misplaced confidence, <laughs> I think maybe. Yeah, that's, I think the case for probably both of us. Misplaced. Yeah. It was powerful confidence, but it was yeah. misplaced. Yeah. 
Yeah. I thought I was a whole grown woman when I was 15 years old and I was very sure of it. And I tried to live my life as such. And that was not the right thing for me at the time, but there I was and here we are and yeah, all worked out. So Um, what makes you feel confident about yourself now in this day and age? Well, I do want to answer that question, but I did want to ask you the follow-up part as well. Um, If you can identify the things that make you feel confident, or if you can't, um, this is 100%. Let me just give credit where credit is due. I ripped this question off of an episode of Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. (laughs) You know, my favorite. Which you know she loves. I love it, and everybody should listen to it because that has been – literally one of the reasons that I have not bitten the bullet and gone to therapy is because I'm like, well, I could just listen to this and it's pretty, pretty good. It's pretty close. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But in a lot of ways it has been at different times um, as far as the thought processes that you have to go through while uh, listening to the things that they discuss, which is what happened on this episode where uh, Michael Rosenbaum interviewed Dax Shepard again. And um, it was actually after, I'm sure you know this, Jenny Beth, but did you know that he had a relapse with drugs? That Dax did? Dax did. Oh, I didn't know that. That mm-hmm. makes me sad. So this uh, interview came a little while after that, and it wasn't anything that he got, like, busted for. It was something that he came out and admitted. Um, and I, th- I think from what I gather, I haven't listened to his podcast, but I think that he talked to Kristen about it. And um, – she was just like, well, you know, you uh, were losing your dad, you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so she, she's great. Obviously we all know that Kristen Bell is the best. Um, But you know, she, she had a lot of grace for him and um, he was like, yeah, I mean, I just, I had to tell you because I was acting shady and I don't want to be a shady person. Um, And I've got some things that I need to work through. And I was trying to cope with drugs again. And I know better than that. And, um, so that's it in a nutshell, but everybody please go listen to the episode. It's fabulous. But they just got to talking about, um, self-love and, um, ways that you can just do better for yourself. And, um, so Dax actually, I think was the one that asked Michael, because this is just something that he's worked on in therapy. He was like, well, what do you, what makes you feel confident? And then he gave a list of examples of the things that make him feel confident. Like, so Mm. for Dax, it's like, well, when I choose to exercise, I feel confident because I know I didn't want to do that, but I made myself and I did something to take care of my body. And the same thing, when I choose to eat something healthy versus something unhealthy, I know that I'm taking care of my body and honoring myself. And that makes me feel good. When I um, help somebody else and it's a selfless act, I feel better about myself because for one, I'm not focused on myself while I do that. I'm thinking about someone else and that's all that matters. Um, anyway, so the things that made him feel confident were taking care of himself and taking care of others. And if you can identify the things that make you feel confident and then zero in on those and like take the time every day to, to, I don't know, just pour into that cup, then your mental health and your self-love are going to go up. But right. if, you, if you don't even know what makes you feel confident, if you can't answer the question, then you can't even start that journey. And so if the things that make you feel confident are theater or your hair 
um, those are the things you need to put time into. And if it can go deeper than that, then that's something to sit and think about. And then once you identify those things, just do more. Right. (laughs) And watch it go up and up and up. Yeah. I mean, I mean, right now we can't really do much theater wise. So that's kind of out the door. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot more for me to dig into there. Obviously my answers were pretty shallow and you know, when somebody like myself is deeply working on restructuring how you view yourself, you're starting with the building blocks, you know, like you're rebuilding from the ground up. So if you're not finding things about yourself that you can be like, Oh, I feel confident. That's okay. You can just, keep repeating positive things to yourself yeah like you don't have to say like oh I'll lean into this and if you know hang your hat on that because I don't know how to do that right now you know I hope fine I think that I think that where you are is a wonderful place to be and like you said at the very beginning you know it's going to be a process and you're on track and yeah and I think that's a huge deal that not a lot of us can even say and so like give yeah. yourself all the kudos for where you are and what you're doing. But I think that they are probably both down the road a little bit and having been in therapy and things like that yeah. to, to where they can identify those things and discuss them and focus yeah. in on them. But if we're all seeking to move forward on a track of self-love and, and things like that, maybe that's something to keep in our back pocket for when we're there. Yeah. All right. So I've fully answered the confidence question. So what about you? (laughs) What makes you confident and (sighs) how can you lean more into those things? That really is a hard question, (laughs) actually. Yeah. Um, I I feel like when I was going to ask it to you, it was not as hard, but having to answer it myself, it is uh, kind of not great. Um, I don't know. I think I will join you on celebrating my hair. I like my hair. Um, I, I don't know. I did the biolage thing to it recently and I don't know how I feel about it because I've always been just so prideful about my dark hair and I just liked that about myself. So I'm probably going to dye it back soon. But anyway, I like my hair. Um, people have always been very kind about my eyes. And, uh, that when I smile, I look genuinely happy, um, which is funny. It reminds me of one day when we were working at Rock City, I smiled at someone back before we all wore masks every day and someone could actually see my smile. Uh, strange to imagine such a time, but they were like, it's so early in the morning for you to be that happy. And I didn't feel happy. I just had smiled at them. And I said, no, no, it's just my face. (laughs) Like, I'm not actually happy. Don't be fooled. Um, But, I mean, I'm glad that I can look that way to other people and hopefully make them feel happier. Um, So, yeah, I guess I'm I'm okay with my face (laughs) in general. (laughs) Um, And then otherwise, I don't know. I, I feel like we're really the same person. I uh, Theater gave me confidence. I mean, we talked about that already, but um, it, it, you just feel a little bit more powerful when you're on stage, and, and it's something I miss. And, um, hmm, I guess I'm trying to think of things 
that actually in my day-to-day life, working, coming home, living in 2020 in this coronavirus world, what in the world makes me feel confident? Um, I feel like I'm starting. (laughs) Okay, I'm really reaching here. I feel like I'm starting to be able to contribute to my household and it makes me feel good to be helpful um, to Andrew because I'm very thankful to him for all the support he's offered me. And so I feel like um, as weird as it is in this world where so many people are losing jobs and, you know, working from home, I have strangely fallen into the most stable (laughs) work thing of my life. Um, and I enjoy my work and, um, I'm actually making consistent money for the first time. And by the time this comes out, I will have signed the papers. I'm going full time. I'm literally going to sign the papers like tomorrow. Um, so I'm going to start working towards, uh, having a 401k and health benefits and really adulty things. And um, I have felt very much like I was just wandering around in the wilderness for a lot of time in my adult years. And so I'm finally starting to enter a chapter where I feel like I'm getting it together and that makes me feel kind of good. Yeah. Um, so yeah it should everything you've told me about that job like they continue to see the hard work that you're doing and how good you are at it and they they reward you with more responsibility so that's something that's something to be confident about shoot yeah they're real nice they're real nice over there we work with the kiddos and it's just a bunch of people that are nice kid working with people (laughs) I don't think that sentence made a lot of sense, but I think <laughs> you got it. Yeah, uh, everyone's nice, so I I am appreciative of of those people and that job, and uh, it feels good to be able to help out and paying for bills and paying off debts and yeah, those kind of things. Money is a is a definite confidence builder. I feel like. Yeah. And I don't, I don't take back what I said, but I, I feel like everything I said was kind of external, <laughs> like That's my okay. face, my money, <laughs> That's okay. but for now, that's what I'm working with. Yeah. And that's what we said earlier. Like wherever you are right now in the journey with self-love and, and your confidence, that's okay. As long as you're doing the work to move forward, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, kind of just getting to a point where we could wrap up, I think this conversation uh, has re-inspired me to continue working towards um, being better with it. I mean, I try to be mindful of it, but I'm not good at it (laughs) at the same time. I'm aware of what I'm not doing, Um, but having to lay everything out you know, like this, it's, it's a good kick in the pants to, to maybe like put boots to the ground with a few things. Is that the phrase? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I use that phrase correctly, but you put know what boots I mean. on the ground. Boots on the ground. Yeah. Boots to the ground. Boots to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be my next hit single. 
<laughs> You're doing great. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's been a reminder to both of us. We, we're on the journey of self-love. I think a lot of us are, but, you know, we're not exactly where we want to be. And that's okay. Wherever you are on the journey, as long as you're working to move forward, it's, it's good. It's all good. Yeah. And if you have figured it out, if you've like made the journey and you've got any hot tips, please <laughs> pass them along because we could use them. It's true. It's very true. Yeah. Email us at questions at doingourbesthere.com with your helpful tips about how to love yourself. Uh in your <laughs> we mental up, self. We brought it up before. Don't send us anything weird. Just send us uh, mental health tips about how to work on your uh, self-worth. And self-worth. I like that. There we go. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need those tips. Those ones. We do. Um, yeah, how shall we wrap it up today? What well, you got our email. Email is there. Visit us on Insta at just doing our best. No, here. dang it, <laughs> dang it. At doing our best here pod. What did I say? Just, just. Oh, okay. At doing our best here pod. I'm saying that for my own mental retention. Yes. At doing our best here pod. Visit us there. Um, and, uh, I guess we should go ahead and just say that this will be our last episode before the holidays pick up. And yeah. so we want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yeah. Hope so. Surely it's going to be better than this one, right? Yeah. Also, Happy Hanukkah yeah. and Happy Kwanzaa and oh. Happy holidays yeah i was about to say let's do happy holidays because I, I might have missed one by name i don't know what all of them are but just happy holidays we love you thank you so much for listening to season one of we're all just doing our best here season one baby yeah. we did it we did it <laughs> And uh, we'll come back in the new year with season two. And we can't wait to talk to you. Tell your friends because we love making this podcast and we'd love for more folks to hear it. So, yeah. And and that being said, if you have any ideas for topics you would like us to cover, we are open to hearing your thoughts and suggestions for our New Year's episodes. Yeah. So let us know. We love you all. Love yourselves. Thank you and good night. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.